Wright Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Good morning, Derek. Uh, it is Friday. Uh, man, it's cold this morning. Pretty it's cold, cold. man. <laughs> Pretty cold. I ran came through last night, and uh, but uh, you know it was uh, did come through. It came through yesterday morning. Did get out of the way just in time for what was you went to it was a wonderful uh, Veterans Day parade. It was overcast, but the rain did clear out, and Derek, it was just absolutely awesome. This was my first time to attend the. Uh, what, what is now an annual event here in the city of Hernando. The fifth annual Veterans Day Parade took place at 10 o'clock yesterday. And uh, just a wonderful, wonderful job by the city, uh, the people that put it all together. Um, yesterday afternoon, I saw a lady picking up the flags, the lady that was uh, in charge of lining the floats up and stuff. And, and I just stopped and told her, I said, hey, very thankless job, but it was it was awesome. And I thanked her for her, her service and doing that for these veterans. Um, you know, if you didn't go this year, I want to encourage you to go next year because we are Sadly, Derek, we're just the the you know the the guys that served in World War II and the Korean War. We're losing those gentlemen uh, daily, and um, just our my prayers and hearts go out to those guys. Uh, thank you so much for your service. Uh, I saw Chip Johnson was uh, at Coffee Central. I was there afterwards. Chip Johnson was there, and he served in the Navy. I saw Andrew Miller there from a distance. So all the veterans that may. Uh, listen to the UTW podcast. We cannot thank you enough for your service and what you uh, did and do every day for our country. And we really, really appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Beautiful, wonderful event. Uh, they do. I think they feed them uh, at the armory mm-hmm. uh, after that. All the veterans are do have like a lunch together, which is which is also really, really nice. I wish they would allow the schools. I agree to come to get out. I yes. mean, you know, they take out. I don't whether it's a half in service day, whatever you want to call it, but I, I do believe that, and maybe not, maybe not like the second or first graders. I mean, I guess you could pick an age, but at some point, the kids that need to understand that, I, I would love to see them there. Well, there, there's a lot of. Um national holidays for us now that uh, I think a lot of people don't even know what they're for. <laughs> Just keep, I mean, you know, you work in banking and the post office is closed and the banks are closed and all these different things and so forth. Uh, I wish more people would have been out there. Again, this was my first time at the parade. I really felt led to go and I, I'm glad I did. This way I kind of see Veterans Day after yesterday, every town, anyone who wants to have a parade should start promptly at 10 o'clock and thousands of parades be happening all across the country yeah i think that would be really really neat i think that would be something again while we have these men and women here uh that served and they're in their 70s or 80s and 90s you know let's hold on to them as long as we can both of my grandfather served in world war ii there's a reason they were called the greatest generation um they certainly weren't, you know, running around complaining about a lot of things that we hear each and every day. Right. So just an amazing event. Thank you to the city of Fernando. Really, really appreciate you putting on this event. Thank you to uh, Derek. I saw that we mentioned it on the show last week, the oldest marching band, high school marching band, yeah. the Christian brothers. Christian brothers. They came down and performed there at Coffee Central, did a wonderful job. It's not the marching band like from the field, like they march at football games. They they march in things like this, parades and that type stuff. Oh, so okay. it's not the okay. one because they actually Christian Brothers doesn't have a band on the field they have a pet band in the stands is what i learned so again thank you to the city thank you for planning it thank you for putting it together the men and women that put it together again let's try and hold on to these veterans as long as we can dear we take it for granted here in the um you know the great us of a the things that we argue about each and every day on the news man yesterday was just i mean flags waving it was just Mm -hmm. awesome just a really really good time just a wonderful down home community event right here in hernando if you're looking to be a larger part of that 
hometown feel and you're looking for a home in Hernando or DeSoto County, you want to reach out to our 2021 presenting sponsor, the best real estate team in DeSoto County. I'm speaking about Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. They possess over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They are ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are ranked again as a top team in Mississippi. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available when you need them. They were recently voted DeSoto County's best realtor for the fourth time. Now is a great time to list your home in Hernando or DeSoto County, and they are offering a free, no obligation market analysis. They simply need your address. Give them your address. They can tell you all about your neighborhood, your zip code, how long houses are sitting on the market, how fast they're closing. Brian and Terry and their team possess all the analytics to help you make the best decision when it comes to your home. Now's the time to use a realtor. It will benefit you. It is a proven fact that houses using a realtor sell for more, they sell faster, and they have less issues when it comes to closing. Really, really good time to use a realtor. Give them a call at 662-449-1700. Call Brian's cell phone, 901-461-7653. Again, that's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. Find more information about them at teamcouch.com, T-E-A-M-C-O-U-C-H, teamcouch.com. Thank you again, Brian and Terry, for being our 2021 presenting sponsor. I want to give a quick shout out again to the How to Barbecue Right Shop for using mobile car and van rental locally to rent a van for this weekend. They have an event going on, renting a van to shuttle some people around. So we certainly appreciate Malcolm and Rochelle supporting local business. The How to Barbecue Right Shop is our 2021 studio sponsor. The How to Barbecue Right Shop located right here in Hernando at 496 Whitfield Drive. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or really cool high-end smokers, Malcolm's Shop is your place to go. If you've ever seen his How to Barbecue Right YouTube videos, you need to stop by his shop today. Find more information on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. Give them a call at 912-9947. Visit their website at howtobbqright.com. But the best thing to do is to stop by our 2021 studio sponsor, the How to Barbecue Right Shop, again located at 496 Whitfield Drive right here under the water tower. As we move into the meat of our show, Derek, let's visit a little bit. We discussed last Friday, uh, we educated people or asked people to educate themselves on a particular issue or particular event that happened recently that uh, has something to do with the Hernando Police Department. One of our aldermen released a statement, a simple press release, uh, earlier this week about that incident. Derek, you're going to read that. It came from the Alderman Award 4. Mr. Chad Wicker released a statement. What did it say? All right, Matt, this is in regards to the lawsuit that has been filed uh, against the city of Hernando and the police department by Adrian Hoyle of Memphis. Uh, he has accused uh, a, an officer in the police department, Officer Lynn Brown, in particular of excessive force and a stop made in September of 2020. Uh, the key there is 20, this is over a year old, so September 2020, this was done. So again, uh, we're not going to give our opinion. We're not going to do any of that on the show today, uh, but it is out there. Uh, it was on the, I believe, DeSoto County News. I uh, did cover it earlier this week, finally. Uh, it's been on the uh, the, new, the television uh, over the last week or so. Uh, so please find the information. You can read all about that. I mean, there's been back and forth, of course, uh, on that. The city's not doing much commenting. Uh, the city itself 
is not doing much commenting because, um, is, you know, once you're served with a lawsuit, that's basically what you're told. I think we've all heard the fact that, hey, you know, no comment at this time because of uh, pending lawsuits. However, a alderman has personally released, uh, that you're, you're mentioning, a personal released a statement, a press release that was done on November the 9th. So earlier this week, I guess it was on Tuesday, uh, the last day that we uh, recorded. Uh, this was obviously released later than 7 a.m. in the morning. And you're uh, going to read this verbatim. I'm going to read it verbatim. Uh, the, again, it's about four or five paragraphs, not very long. So this was a press release sent out by Chad Wicker, Alderman Ward 4, Fernando. As an elected official for the city of Fernando, I feel obligated to address issues that affect the city both positively and negatively. I want to be clear. This statement represents my thoughts as a city alderman. It is in no way a representation of other aldermen, the mayor, or city employees' thoughts regarding recent news reports of our police department. I want to outline several issues that are important. First, there has been a false media narrative established in the country over the past decade that police officers routinely use excessive force. This cannot be further from the truth. The overwhelming number of police officers go to work every day and conduct themselves in a professional manner. The actions of a very small percentage should not represent the profession as a whole. The vast majority of Hernando police officers do an excellent job. Second, the actions of Mr. Hoyle should not be understated. If he had complied with the officers, this entire incident would not have occurred. Mr. Hoyle pled guilty to a felony crime. I feel a lack of personal responsibility is prevalent in the world today, and this is just another example. Third, I welcome the investigation by the Department of Justice into our police department. It is important to be fully transparent. It is obvious that the news reports have raised some serious questions as to how our police department operates. These questions should be addressed immediately. Lastly, the actions of the news reports does not represent the spirit of Hernando or its residents. Hernando is a great place to live, work, and raise a family. We expect our citizens to be held accountable when they violate the laws, and we should not expect anything less from our police officers. And then he asks, he says, please feel free to forward any further questions to his email address, and I'll give it out in case you want to, chad at chadwickerms.com, respectively submitted, Chad. That's an easy email address. It really is, <laughs> chad at chad. That may be the way I need to go, Matt at <laughs> Matt Crane. Yeah, that may be the way to go. Yeah, very, very easy. From now um, on, just... But again, he put it out there. Sure. Not this is not a city statement. He says it's from him. Correct. Uh, from his, I guess, Alderman Post. Uh, that's his personal feelings about it. Uh, he does address it. The first, the only one that is on record so far, only one of the aldermen on record so far, as to address it from their opinion or from their their you know situation. And, and so, and again, real quick, Chad Wicker is involved in law enforcement in a different way. Right. He's familiar with law enforcement. He's involved in law enforcement in a different position, uh, not with the Hernando Police Department, but uh, everyone knows that uh, certainly can research that after 10 seconds they can figure that out mm -hmm. um so you know Derek, that's interesting um i think a lot of people um i mean he's put something out there right know? that's right i mean and again we'll see what happens right. please go find it uh you know obviously there'll be more about this i'm sure up with the coming months Absolutely. as a you know pending trial uh starts to you know get closer uh we'll kind of see how it goes and of course we're not going to report on every day we're not going to you know if people start getting slung under the bus we're just going to ask you to find it go read it uh if there's any positive news that comes from this I, I don't know you know possible what that could be we will cover it in a positive manner but you know all the mudslinging all the back and forth he said she said we're going to tell you where to find it and then you can go make your own opinion Sounds like exactly right, Derek. We said on Friday, on our Friday show, we, we didn't start this podcast necessarily to make enemies. So uh, we certainly want to um, be a positive thing here uh, under the water tower 
as we continue to have the UTW podcast. But Derek, I will say this. We do we, we rarely talk about national stuff. There's not a ton going on locally. The Alderman meetings were last week and next week, so we're kind of in the middle uh, of a week of not a ton of stuff, especially in the state. You you research very hard looking for things or whatever. But Derek, let's talk a little bit about uh, – filled my truck up the other day, and uh, it was quite a bit more expensive than ever before. I'm speaking of inflation, which is at a 31-year high. 31-year high, Derek. You're in the banking industry. You pay attention to that's part of your job is to pay attention to what money's doing man tell us about inflation right now i know people right here under the water tower uh, are feeling that whether it be at the pumps whether they go to kroger whether they go to walmart buying their different things it's just it, it's tough right now tell us about it all right i'm gonna go ahead and give you the stats first and i kind of do a i'll opine a little bit sure after that but the annual inflation rate in the u.s surged to 6.2 percent in october uh, 2021, the highest since November of 1990 and above the forecast of 5.8%. Upward pressure was broad-based with energy costs recording the biggest gain, 30% versus 24.8% in November, namely gasoline, which is up 49.6%. A year ago, it was $1.90. Yeah, 49.6%. That's just correct. Inflation hey, real has... Quick, real quick, I know we're about to all go, you know over the river and through the woods mm -hmm. can granny come to us because granny can she get to us <laughs> Look, granny's right on social security granny cannot come well to i mean us. i hope to have the granny that can afford to drive her butt to me uh that'd be good but you know going over the river and through the woods is a little bit expensive it, this may be a you know what if they can't make you do a zoom call because of covid they're going to make you do a zoom call because of the, the cost of gas right I and mean, that could happen every time I, you know matt when you keep saying that song every time <laughs> i think about that song i think about the charlie brown thanksgiving special sure. when they load up in the back of the green station wagon heading to granny you know to granny so again these are absentee parents uh, absentee like we don't even know who their parents are sure. anyway but they're heading there they're singing the song on the back of the, the, the station wagon so a great show but this year that that's going to be if you're driving that 1960s green station wagon that is going to be an expensive trip for you and just a tease right there you made me think of it charles schultz who created peanuts mm -hmm. made over 20 million dollars dead last year we're going to bring that list in. I heard that list on the radio. We're going to bring that list in next week okay. for the UTW podcast. I know it's not anything Hernando-related, but it might be pretty neat for you and I to talk about the highest-earning dead people uh, that there are. Morbid, but I'm, I'm into it. I'm, okay, let's go. <laughs> I mean, we can do that. <laughs> hey, you know Thanksgiving, what? everybody. Because, because of the event happening this Sunday yes, at yes. the Spring Hill Cemetery, we will do it okay, just for that. Okay, sounds good. Love yeah, that. we'll do that next week. But anyway, go ahead. Keep going. Inflation also increased for shelter. So this is basically like, you know, uh, rent, that sort of thing, 3.5% versus 3.2. Food was up 5.3% versus 4.6, the highest since January of 2009. And the only reason it was that high in 2009 is because everything had crashed in the recession was just coming back. Yes. Namely, food at home, which was up 5.4%. New vehicles, Matt, up almost 10%, 9.8%. Used cars and trucks. So, again, new vehicles up 9.8%. Yep. Used cars and trucks up 26.4%. So used cars still going through the roof. Transportation services up 4.5%. Apparel. So your clothing, you know, everybody's shopping for clothing maybe for Christmas, up 4.3%. Medical care services, somehow uh, the uh, la next to last in, in, I guess, the increase was only 1.7%. The monthly rate increased to 0.9% for 0.4% in, in September, also higher then the 0.6% boosted by higher cost of energy, shelter, food, used cars, trucks, new all those things went in this 6.2% increase, Matt. That is, it is, as you mentioned, it was the highest in 31 years. Uh, there does not seem any to be slowing down. Uh, the bottlenecks are here. We also know what's about to happen 
two weeks from today, Black Friday, which is consumer spending, which is also going to continue to increase the cost of goods and services. Now, people will you know, cut costs maybe that day to get buyers, but they're just going to keep raising them after that. There's, you know, there's no, you don't see anything from bottlenecks. Uh, housing prices actually are not going up as much as everything. You know, those are soaring at one point. Those are starting to level off a little bit. Uh, we got the new market graphics in. Those are starting to level, even though the inventory remains low, uh, they are starting to level off, but it is very, uh, I think everybody's feeling it. Uh, as you mentioned, the grocery stores, um, when you go get your gas, if I remember right, a, if you have a tank of gas, I believe it was, you're paying $19 more when you go to the pump. I think it, that was either for a 20 or 25-gallon tank than you were this time last year. $19 every time you fill up more. That's a, that's a lot of money. I mean, that that's a meal. That's a, I, I don't see this uh, slowing down anytime soon. Now, the appropriate thing for the Fed to do would be to raise rates. And they're not doing that right now. They're tapering off on their purchases. They're, they're starting to slowly put less money into the market. But that's their first thing they're going to do. They were not projected to have any rate increases in 2022. They're now projecting two rate increases in 2022. Some people are calling for more. Some people are calling for it now. Uh, I think that if you saw, if they came and met in December and raised rates a quarter or a half percent in December, that may be the right thing to do. But what I think you would do is you would see panic in the markets. I think you would see 10%, let me, Hang on, let me, ask you a quick let me ask you a question. The markets are now, I mean, the Dow is pushing, it's over 35,000. It's There was 36. So let me ask you a quick question. On should, we, should we as Americans, should we just as normal everyday folks, when you hear the word panic in the markets, there's rich people in the markets. Mm-hmm. They can afford all this crap. Yeah. You no, see what I'm saying? And what uh, happens, yeah, panic you, in the, the market. People, the people that are making the money, the huge yeah. money, they can afford the, the, the extra $19 yes. in gasoline. Okay? You see what I'm saying? So to hell with the panics in the market for a little bit to help make the lives of the normal folks a bit better for a minute. Well, and you say that, and I agree. The problem is, is when the when there is panic in the markets, when it's a 10 or 20% drop, uh, which has not happened this year, which is, I think, in a normal year, you have about a two to three times a year you have a 10% correction. Right. Has not happened this year. Right. Which is, you know, that's obviously, a, 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 everybody's looking at a bubble. But, you know, when it does, if it does drop 10 or 20%, guess who's going to profit from that? Rich folks. Rich folks who have cash sitting on the sideline. And side we're talking about really, really rich folks. Who we're not will talking about then <laughs> buy it. So right. when it drops from 36 to 30, right? That's only a. That's Isn't only, that amazing? What yeah, we that's all. I mean, like, that's yeah. only a 20% drop, right? You go right. to 30,000, that's still, you know, well above where it was two years ago at 30,000. It drops 20%, it goes to 30,000. Well, guess what? They're going to buy it at 30,000 yeah. and ride it back up to 36. So, yes, you're right. They're not affected. Um, Isn't that the tough? That's really what yeah. the, that's the monster we've created. Mm-hmm. The monster we've created is they're able to, again, we don't talk a lot about national politics. We don't talk a lot about stuff this, but a lot of the same people that, you know, maybe uh, didn't like the past administration, well, they really like their tax. Uh, how that that went they made a lot of money when it came to trump period they just did they they made a lot of money so they benefit regardless it just really hurts Derek. i mean like i was saying earlier watching the the like you you know we mentioned the veterans well the veterans a lot of them are on fixed income a lot of them make a you know if they get twelve hundred dollars a month and they happen to own their home and and maybe a big screen tv to watch the rebels play or whatever they're going to gas up their truck, and it's going to call. It's just, it's just frustrating. Right now, the inflation it, is getting the, the middle to lower yes, class. Yes, right absolutely. Now. And even upper middle class sure. is getting affected by the inflation. Well, then, you know, so how do you combat that? We well, raise rates. Well, then yeah. what happens? Well, your home equity line right. payments go up. Your credit card payments go up. Credit card interest rates just hit their highest in, I believe, twenty or thirty years. Wow. They're at now an average of seventeen and a half percent. 
just that was their highest that was announced. I believe Wednesday night I was watching the news they announced that. So that that's going to happen. So now you're paying. So so they're combating the inflation by now charging you more to borrow, which of course slows down the economy, which is what they're trying to do. But that also hurts the upper middle class and and and, and you know middle class and lower class. Then. Then there's people like you, maybe me, maybe other people our age who have retirement. So we have our 401ks, we have 529s, we have some kind of a you know SEP or whatever. So we're all doing those type of things. Well, when that 20% happens, guess who's affected? We are, sure. because we're affected. Because now, okay, well, I mean, I'm not close to retiring, but some people, you know, that maybe have you know their 401ks are. So now, what do they do? And so then they're having those conversations. Do I put it in the bonds? Well, bond rates right now are terrible. CD rates now are terrible. So it's a there's a lot of stuff going on, um, and I know I'm, I'm not trying to complain or anything like that, but there is a lot going on, and it is very scary when you realize that we cannot have runaway inflation. Runaway inflation, if, if you were alive late 70s, early 80s, remember buying your house at 18%, I understand. 21%. I understand. So that's, we don't want that, but then you have to raise rates to offset that, and you know, by doing that, you know, that's when it, it's a back and forth. It's a give and take. Uh, we've been here before. You know, nothing's going to be like 08, 09, and that was – horrendous uh but there's going to be some pain over the next year or two and um it's just gonna be interesting to see what it looks like so i hope again stay educated please i know this may board some people to tears but i hope that you kind of just educate yourself on how that's working and understand that this is not usual i mean i'm not saying this yes. is not this is unusual that's this is not right. right usual this is 31 percent. 1990 the fed wants to keep it between two and three percent we're at 6.2 Highest Ooh. in 31 years. And, you know, there was a lot going on. If you remember, 90, there was a recession sure. before Kuwait. There was a recession. Right. I'm hoping, I mean, we're, we're going to have to face something here in the future. Well, we're going to talk about some more positive things here in just one moment, Derek. I think our uh, stay-at-home mom um, audience may have just checked out for about the last 10 minutes <laughs> on her way to Bible study. She may have checked out on her way to Bible study uh, because of inflation and talk about stuff like that. They like to be a little more positive. Well, let me give you a quick positive note, Derek. Uh, this is part of our just a little bit of house cleaning here on the UTW podcast. We will be doing a Tuesday show of Thanksgiving week. We will release a Tuesday show of Thanksgiving week, but then we're going to take off that Thursday for the rest of the week, but we'll be back the following week. So just there will not be a Thanksgiving show. Uh, a lot of people, uh, when they travel, they'll listen to four or five of our shows. Matt, also next week, we're going to be interviewing the mayor. It's his quarterly questions. Yeah. Uh, he's going to sit down with us. So please go ahead and start sending your questions for the mayor to underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com, underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com. Send us your questions. We're going to interview him uh, next week, and that will be uh, aired on the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. So, again, t- a couple of great interviews, and not, you know, not even, that doesn't even count what we hadn't even scheduled yet. That will be coming up before the end of the year. As we mentioned a few times, the Veterans Parade that took place yesterday, and, Derek, I can guarantee you one of the best spots to see the Veterans Parade was on the steps of Lauderdale Insurance right there across from the post office. Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local. State Farm provider is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and longtime local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 429-5213. Again, that's 429-5213. Or find more information on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Thank you, Mr. Sam, for being a longtime sponsor of the UTW Podcast. The secret is out. North Point Christian is DeSoto County's most popular private school destination. 
211 new students made the switch and became part of the North Point family this year, pushing their enrollment to record levels. North Point will be hosting their next open house on Tuesday, December 7th at 6 p.m. Again, Tuesday, December 7th at 6 p.m. They encourage prospective families to come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. Interested families should reserve their spot today by contacting Director of Admissions, Ms. Sheila Sharon, at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. They invite you to get ready to make the switch and join the North Point family. Well, Derek, instead of our third ad for this segment, we're going to take a break from the DeSoto County shout-outs for this week. The only shout-out we're going to talk about is going to be this weekend's Hernando Dickens of a Christmas. All weekend long, it is full of tons and tons of things to do right here in Hernando. The Hernando Dickens of a Christmas, an award-winning event put on by the Main Street Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Principal Toyota right here in Hernando. This kicks off tonight with the Christmas tree lighting, the beautiful Christmas tree right here on the square in Hernando will be lit at 6 o'clock, followed by a reading of The Night Before Christmas by Mayor Chip Johnson. The evening will conclude with a movie at 6.30, sponsored by the First Regional Library. They will be showing Disney's A Christmas Carol. And don't forget the ice skating will be taking place from 4 to 8. That's 4 to 8 tonight, a heck of a night, kicking off on Friday, starting everything off for the Hernando Dickens of a Christmas. And then we're going to turn our attention to Saturday, Derek. Let's go through a list of things happening on Saturday that, man, it's just it's just a wonderful, wonderful event all day long. Matt, Saturday's events will kick off at 9 a.m. There are going to be about 50 vendors on the square, many of them from the popular farmer's market. So we are having a special farmer's market uh, on this Saturday on the square. Uh, also on the square, the DeSoto Arts Council are going to have historic arts and crafts with activities like paint with me door hangers. Santa's will be in the historic courthouse. There's going to be free ornament decorating. There's going to be historic farm equipment and a blacksmith uh, that is going to be you know, working on display. There's going to be storytelling by Rebecca Jernigan. There, who's going to share stories about uh, local stories about Mississippi Christmas traditions. And local architect Doug Thornton of ARC will be hosting a free gingerbread house making event at his office off the square, Matt, just next to our, our studio, uh, right here just off the square on Valley Street, so uh, 342 West Valley Street. At the DeSoto County Museum, they're going to have a train exhibit, they're going to be offering museum tours during the Dickens of a Christmas, carriage rides. While just up the road, Coffee Central will be serving a high tea at 3 p.m. And Hollywood Casino and First Jackpot Casino in Tunica will also offer shuttles. So kind of a double-decker-like kind of English-looking bus. To the casino? No. (laughs) (laughs) They'll have shuttles to Dickens of a Christmas for their guests this year. Oh, okay. So it is from the casinos, not to the casinos, from the casinos to the Hernando Square. Uh, Visitors will also be able to hop on an old-fashioned trolley for a tour of the city's historic homes. Tours will depart from McAfee Central starting at 10 a.m., and they'll run to about 3.30. Those tours are about, uh, approximately 30 minutes long. Man, all of this, again, as you mentioned, brought to you by the Dickens of a Christmas bought, uh, by Principal Toyota Fernando and the uh, skating rink you mentioned will also be going on all day from 9 until 7.30 on Saturday. That is sponsored by Mach 1 Window Films. Mach 1 Window Films. So, again, just a... Wow, a packed two days, man, and that does not even include Sunday. Sunday, which consists of the Hernando Chamber of Commerce Christmas Open House, takes place from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Stores all around Hernando will be open 
They will have Christmas specials. They will be open for business and ready to serve any customer that walks in. Just an awesome, awesome event. Wonderful time to get out, shop local, support local businesses here in Hernando. Just a wonderful, wonderful city we live in. And part of that are all the great businesses we have here in town. So please don't forget about Sunday, 11 to 5, the Hernando Chamber of Commerce Christmas Open House will be the end of the Hernando Dickens of a Christmas. Just a wonderful, wonderful job by Gia Matheny and the team here with the city. Uh, we look forward to a great event. We do, man. And then, of course, following that one hour later, that ends at 5, at 6 o'clock, Spring Hill Cemetery is going to be offering the bonfires. They're going to be offering s'mores, uh, you know, uh, cookouts right there, I'm assuming, closer to Robinson Gin Road. Uh, and then right when that, I guess right at the end of that, about 6.30-ish, they're going to start offering lantern tours through Spring, Old Spring Hill Cemetery, telling you the stories of all of the, the you know, the old city leaders that were born and that were in, in this area, died in this area, and buried uh, there, of course, all facing east uh, to welcome the sun that we learned about in our Fact of the Week. So again, just an absolute packed uh, weekend here. If you're not out of town, if you're not going to ball games, enjoy one, enjoy all these events. Uh, I will be out of town for this weekend. However, I will be there tonight. Uh, at the ice skating rink, uh, helping to do all that and look forward to the lighting of the Christmas tree. Probably won't see the mayor, can hear the mayor, uh, but may drive by and kind of catch the movie that they're showing outside uh, tonight as I drive home. A so chilly. Again, just a, a great, chilly. Oh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> Buckle there, up. Yeah, and go out tonight. Uh, the crew of Fernando is going to be manning the four to eight shift there for the ice rink. Derek will be the uh, Derek will be the one uh, dressed like an elf. So that's uh, <laughs> that's good. Look for him. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely a tradition here in the city of Fernando. Just a wonderful, wonderful event again. And Derek, Speaking of wonderful, right here under the water tower, I'm speaking about DeSoto Family Dental Care, which has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and now Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, that's 662-429-5239. They are the official dentists of the UTW podcast, and they should be yours. Visit their office today to see the DFDC difference. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. Derek, let me take this moment to thank Richard Williams, the owner of Williams Services, for his service uh, as, as we're celebrating our Veterans Day show. Thank you, Richard, for your service in our armed forces. We really, really appreciate it. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. 
Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's relief removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, new gate construction, new fence construction, any project on the outside of your home or business, Richard is your guy to call. No job too small, no job too large. If he can't do the job, he'll help you find someone who can. Give him a call again at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find more information about Richard and his team at Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Derek, before we break down the Hernando Tigers traveling to Startville, Tonight for their big playoff matchup, we're going to give, bring a little bit of light to some uh, young people as they next year will be participating in junior college or college athletics, which will help you know pay for their education. Yeah, Matt. Uh, we're starting with Hernando Volleyball. Hernando Volleyball had a sign, signee. Senior outside hitter Kristen Cleveland signed to play volleyball at Northwest Mississippi Community College. Kristen had been named Hernando's best offensive player for this year and first team all DeSoto County at the county tournament. Uh, turning to Lewisburg, Lewisburg softball. Uh, Jalen Taylor will continue her career not only at high school, obviously, this spring, but also with Delta State softball. Uh, we want to congratulate Jalen as she goes just to Cleveland, just about an hour and a half down the road, and she'll be getting her four years paid for uh, to play softball uh, with the Fighting Okra, a.k.a. the Statesman. What, what, are, is the softball team States women? States women. States, states, states women, women, I guess. I guess states women. It better be in, in, this, in this day and age. <laughs> they might want to address that. Uh, next, Lewisburg Baseball. Lewisburg Baseball had four signees. Uh, the first one, J.P. Allen, he will continue his baseball career at Mississippi Delta Community College. And then the next three, Cade Greer, Jacob Hill, and Scott Sharp will continue their baseball careers at Northwest Community College on their baseball team. And, Matt, I want to say real briefly, Jacob Hill was somebody that I coached against when I coached uh, Coach Pitts Baseball. Uh, he was a, a great little pitcher. You know how they have the, little, yeah. the guy on the mound behind the, the coach that's pitching. Right. He was a pitcher for the Rebels. We played against them a couple of years. Really good little player. And Scott Sharp is the uh, son of a friend of mine from high school, Byron Sharp. Uh, lives, I believe they live in, they used to live in Dickens Place. I'm not sure where they live now, but. Um, in, in Lewisburg School District. We know Lewisburg that. Lewisburg School District. Well, uh, <laughs> he teaches, so, you know, oh, Scott okay, can go gotcha, anywhere. Gotcha. Uh, Byron is a, a, a teacher. Uh, he taught fifth grade in Olive Branch for a while. Um, he was a high school friend of mine. I played baseball with Brian uh, when he was 12, I was 10, and then against him uh, throughout, I guess, the rest of our high school summers. Uh, but just a great guy. So congratulations to Byron, his son Scott, uh, to Jacob, and to Kay Greer as they're going to Northwest Miss, uh, Community College baseball. Matt, when you have four guys signing with Community College, I look forward to a pretty good baseball team for Lewisburg this year. We had a soccer match last night in Lewisburg, and right there next to the Lewisburg uh, soccer field is the baseball field. Just a beautiful stadium. Stadium. Beautiful no, high school really stadium. Nice. Very, very nice. nice. So, congratulations to those young people as they get ready and turn the page uh, this coming up May, uh, throw their hats in the air, and then move on to junior college or college. And congratulations for an opportunity to, uh, you know, play sports as long as you can. That's really, really awesome for young people. So, congratulations to them. Well, Derek, speaking of congratulations to young people, want to congratulate no matter what happens tonight, I want to say congratulations to the Hernando Tiger football team led by Coach Wolf and definitely led by their solid quarterback, Mr. Zach Wilkie, number 11, taking on the Yellow Jackets of Starville. Starville's a pretty darn good team. They're so good. Uh, give really us an good. update on that game tonight in Starville. That's right. Tonight on that clear, cold field uh, tonight in Starville, the Hernando Tigers will be traveling for the first round of the 6A playoffs. Hernando, 5-6, and six, and the four seed out of Region 1, will play 9-1 Starville, uh, winner of Region 2. The only loss that Starville has on the year is to Oxford on a last-second touchdown by the Chargers. 
Starkville has averaged 31 points a game to Hernando's 21 points. And Starkville has been uh, kind of hit or miss on defense. They have given up some points uh, in their, well, of course, in the one loss. But also, uh, here and there, they actually have won four games by seven points or less. Wow. Uh, so, they, you know, they, they kind of let – seems like they kind of let they teams stick around. Lot, yeah. That's right. Uh, the Jackets are led on offense by number six, Jordan Mitchell. And Hernando will need to key on him to stop the run game. But the Yellow Jackets can also air it out. So, it's going to take a complete defensive game to keep the Tigers in it. The Tigers will have to rely on Wilkie to make plays, and the receivers will have to be able to make the tough catches and the line give him time to throw. The Tigers have improved their running game over the last two or three games and should use that game to control the clock and shorten the game by keeping Starkville off the field. Hernandez surprised many people last year by upsetting South Panola in the first round of the playoffs, and I wish they could do the same this year. I just don't see it happening. Uh, the Tigers have played much improved ball and did what they needed to do to make the playoffs. But my prediction is that the year ends here tonight with the final score of going to use their season averages. Final score, 31-21 Yellow Jackets. If you're not traveling to Starkville tonight, please look on Facebook. Try and find this game. Let's get as many people paying attention, streaming the game tonight as they can. They definitely do cover it somewhere on Facebook. I'm not, I think maybe the HHS Football Boosters Facebook page or something like that. Congratulations to the guys for going down to Starkville. I have heard it's going to be a tough road to hoe, Derek. It oh, really is. Starkville's a good team. team. They just are. You, you win nine games, you lose one to your rival, Oxford, in the last few seconds. I mean, really, Starkville's a good football team. They always are. Starkville's good at everything they do. So we want to wish the Tigers the best of luck tonight. Uh, we will be pulling hard and can't wait to review that game this coming Tuesday win or lose you know just a solid playoff making season for the team that's right there literally under the water tower the Hernando Tigers uh, mascot battle the Tigers would dominate the Yellow Jacket easily <laughs> come on, that's, I mean, a yellow that's, jacket. that's a Yellow Jacket I mean come on now they, I mean if you ever watch you know National Geographic they just sit there and just you know they just they get, swat they, them away. they probably get a hundred times a day they don't care yeah they don't care they, they just they, swat they them away them. yeah they're just I mean come on now I yeah. mean you know that's what they do so good luck tonight Hernando Tigers we definitely definitely wish you nothing but the best for sure uh, from the UTW podcast look if you enjoy our show enjoy our show every tuesday and friday night you definitely want to find us on facebook at utw podcast on instagram at utw podcast on twitter at utw pod if you enjoy what we talk about please share it with friends and family share the link on facebook share it on hernando happenings let everyone know what we're talking about on the utw podcast share it on spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. If you enjoy our show, please look up OB Pod. Very similar show that covers the eastern side of DeSoto County, OB Pod. So wherever you're listening to our voice, you can find that as well. OB stands for Olive Branch. Look for it. Really, really good show. Well, good luck to the city of Hernando on the Dickens of a Christmas. I look forward to talking about that on our Tuesday show. Congratulations again to Miss Gia Matheny, a very close friend of the UTW podcast. She does a lot of stuff for the city. And uh, good luck this weekend, hopefully with gorgeous weather. It will be cold, but definitely gorgeous weather. As we end our Friday show, we always want to encourage people to attend church this weekend. But let me say one more thing. Had the absolute pleasure of working with the Hernando United Methodist Church Youth Group. We took a trip out to Cedar Hill Farms. The Fosters were nice enough to let us come out to Cedar Hill Farms and enjoy uh, their facility a little bit on Wednesday night. Derek, over 90 kids came out, wow. had a huge fire, sang around the fire, got an opportunity to spend 12, 15 minutes by our associate youth pastor who just, you know, spoke positivity, spoke you know, the right things over these young people. And if you're not involved in youth ministry and considering youth ministry at your church, I want to encourage you, please reach out to your youth pastor and say, how can I help? What can I do? It may be driving some kids to a concert. It may be, you know, filling in for somebody. I'm telling you, if you're not pouring into our youth or the youth at your church and you're considering it, I want to encourage you 
to please do that. Male or female, it's a great time to get in there and help these young people out that are dealing with things that, I mean, Derek, just things that we can't imagine. So, But definitely this weekend, please attend church, whatever church you're looking at that you pass by, one that's close to your home. Look on their Facebook page. Find out their service times. Please, please, please take your family to church this weekend. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. (laughs) 